1: here at the Jim's Park following Newcastle's 2-0 defeat to Manchester United. I'm Andrew Musgrove, joined by Chris Woff and Lee Ryder for the Everything is Black and White podcast. This is going to be a very sharp five-minute reflection of what was a generally good game for Newcastle United until about the hour mark, and then we'll go into a, a full-on recap um, tomorrow um, back in the office. Lee, we will start with yourself um, for the first hour, Newcastle probably looked like the side who were going to win that game and it it came down to a mistake from the usually reliable Martin Dubrovka
0: Yeah I think Newcastle c- can look back on that game and as I say for the first hour they were fantastic uh, forcing openings counter-attacked well defended well uh, played as a team uh, sadly they just couldn't finish though I mean as I say Christian Atsu had the, the best opportunities I think if you get three or four opportunities you have to take one of them uh, but he's not really a clinical finisher he's got he's one of the only players that's got that little bit of pace and creativity uh, but sadly he couldn't uh, couldn't do the damage tonight and uh, it cost Newcastle dear in the end because it just left the door ajar for Manchester United to to stay in the game and then you know they've got the quality and class to bring off the bench and if, if plan A is not working plan B usually does and uh, sadly that's what happened tonight
1: Chris I mean can you just sum up your view on on what happened tonight because there are positives to probably build on. I know, given the results elsewhere, Palace winning, um, it, it's a bit, we're clutching straws a little bit, but you take what we saw tonight, the positives, and you go against maybe the teams around us, say Cardiff, in a, in a few weeks' time, then you, we think Newcastle should come up with three points.
2: He'd like to think so. I think it's just it's becoming a it real issue, the form at St James' Park, though, that they don't look quite comfortable here. To be fair, for the first hour, they did do well. But that's because it was almost like an away game because Man United dominated possession. Newcastle were able to let them come onto them, and then there were there were gaps to counter attack. And now when Newcastle have to break down a team themselves, they struggle. You don't really fancy them necessarily to get three points against anyone here at St James's Park at the moment. The cup game this weekend, which is in one way a welcome distraction, but at the same time it's likely to be a, a reserve team. So is that going to bring much positivity in it you just look at the fixtures to come and uh, I'm struggling to be positive right now I think things are going to get worse before they get better I do still think Newcastle will survive but they need something positive they need a transfer to happen or take over to happen more likely is that a transfer arrives because that would just give everyone a bit of lift at the moment I think fans are struggling to see something that's positive that's going on because there's just uncertainty over everything the manager transfers take over the club's future in the top flight and they just need a boost and on the pitch I don't think they're likely to get that in the short term so I think they need a transfer.
1: I think uh, everyone on Tyneside would agree. Lee, just a word on the on the centre mid today. Diarmi Hayden, they did all right. Diarmi had to go off with an injury, and then Shelby came on and really changed the dynamic of the game in many ways. He was Newcastle looked a bit more attacking, but I mean, what was your view on on that whole substitution and obviously the the performances of Hayden and Diarmi?
0: I mean, Hayden, I think in the first half an hour for me struggled to to get many touches because Man United were overrunning that that part of the midfield battle uh, balls were more getting played over the top by Diarmé Diarmé pretty compact for, you know good game from him uh, but then you know Shelby's uh, introduction to the last two games has resulted with Newcastle conceding pretty soon after he was probably meant to be picking up uh, the guy at Watford when he uh, scored the header uh, to Couray. and then tonight um you, yeah you say the dynamic of the game did change a little bit but you know man united we, uh, were able to throw them subs on but even then uh, i think someone of Shelby's experience uh, and you know so called quality needs to go out there and really um, make an impact on games and uh, it hasn't really done that so far it hasn't been a good season for him um, and Newcastle really lacking uh, inspiration on on the field at the moment.
1: Most well, certainly, you spoke to Rafa after the game. Just kind of sum up his mood. It was, I don't know if it was depressed, but it, it maybe a bit more worrying that it was kind of just a bit placid in a way. wasn't It, it wasn't really either. It wasn't you know a bad reaction or a good reaction. Yeah. It was kind of just a bit.
0: Yeah. Um. <sighs> I mean, I. The question, I only asked one question in this press conference, and basically the answer the question was, uh, Do you know how much money you've got to spend? Uh, That's a yes or no answer. Um, And he just kind of blocked it by saying, I don't talk about transfers. Surely, um, January the third, he should know how much money he's got to spend, what type of a transfer window it's going to look like. Um, but it, I'm getting—I don't know about you, but I'm getting the feeling that he doesn't know how much he's got to spend. He seems to have to jump through hoops every time he comes up with a different name. It's like they can't pay the the uh, agent fee, they can't pay the transfer fee, or they don't want to pay the wages, and it's just and it keeps going round for a month it has has done in the last few uh, January windows he's still yet to spend a penny on a permanent transfer in January uh, and I think his face tonight was just like yep yeah, what do you expect uh, it's, nothing's changed in the last um, two January windows so why should it change now so worrying times in terms of recruitment
1: We'll get into more of that tomorrow or by the time most people listen to this today final question Chris I mean you looked at what happened on the pitch today, and it was clear that despite how good of the performance it was compared to recent home games, there is a real need for investment.
2: There is Newcastle Nuc- aren't scoring goals, uh, particularly at St James's Park. They look like they lack creativity in the final third. We've known for ages they need a number ten, they need pace, or why they need a winger. The Kennedy came on. The game was was largely ineffective, albeit the game, to be fair, and w- w- was quite gone. And I thought that Newcastle looked shattered by the end of the game as well. The second goal, I mean, they the, just did not react when the ball was was in the middle. Rashford had time to to run back and collect the ball and then run forward with it. And so maybe this gap until the next Premier League game is is a bit of a benefit for them because the squad's looking threadbare. The army went off injured. Keys away. They haven't got uh, a proper left wing back. It's obvious that they need investment. It's been obvious for a long time, and surely even those above recognise that. And maybe, in a perverse sort of way, the fact that Newcastle are really struggling at the moment might actually give the board a kick up the backside they need to, to, to make sure there's some money invested.
0: Definitely. a final word from you, Lee? Well, you move on to Saturday again. Um... FA Cup game against Blackburn. Five thirty kickoff. Not great for the fans. Um considering it's not on T V. Uh, but that's, you know, another 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 matter. Yeah, you'd like to think Newcastle ha- have the capability of getting into the next round. But they are gonna make an awful lot of changes uh, on on Saturday. It's quite obvious Rafa's not gonna risk any of his um, you know, Premier League uh, regulars. You'll you'll make the changes and if Newcastle go out, then that'll be that'll probably be the excuse that they didn't play the strongest team. Um, no consolation to the fans who want to see a cup run. But Premier League State is probably the most important thing you have to say that I kind of threw gritted teeth. Uh and that's where Newcastle are at the minute, because you know, the it isn't a club that challenges for honors at the moment and that that's the sad state of affairs going into twenty nineteen. We certainly will speak
1: about transfers and more about Newcastle United in the next uh, feature-length podcast. But for the moment, thank you very much. This has been the Everything is Black and White podcast.